EMSradio.com. EMS information for the next generation. The EMS Garage is a production of EMSradio.com. You can find us on Facebook. Just search EMS Garage. You can find us on Twitter at EMS Garage. Email us, emsgarage at gmail.com. Or call us, 303-720-6001. This episode of the EMS Garage is brought to you by Audible.com. Over 85,000 titles to choose from in every genre. Thrillers, business, romance, comedy, sci-fi, and more. Get a free audiobook download for your MP3 or iPod. Just go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash EMS Garage. The EMS Garage. Okay, I got the DC on the phone. I wanted to know if uh, you could handle that call as well. Just confirming you are checking the patient. Well, good day, everybody, and welcome to EMS Today 2011. I'm Jamie Davis, the pod medic, and we are here in the Zoll Podcast Studio to kick off this event. And I'm here in a joint episode of the MedicCast and EMS Garage with my good friend, EMS Garage host Chris Montera. How are you doing, Chris? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm excited. It's already been an amazing event, and it just started. I, I know, and the bagpipes are done, and now we're ready to go. You guys can stop on in, have a seat, and listen to the show, and uh, we've, got some, we've got a ton of guests to get through. Yeah, we have a ton of guests, so we're going we're gonna to move right on in. Yeah. But um, not only is the whole studio today sponsored by Zoll, but this episode is sponsored by Zoll, and I just want to thank uh, Zoll very much for sponsoring our podcast, for continuing to support the things we do. Yep. And, uh, and I'm also excited because they've got some really cool stuff to talk about. Um, we have, we're joined by John Cloutier. And Brad Weber from Zoll. So, John, uh, welcome back. I guess you've been on before. Thanks, guys. Yeah, it's good to see you. This is exciting this year, isn't it? It's it is. a great show so yeah. far. It just started. This and, is- and, and it's already just started, and here we are. I know. Right. <laughs> and, and Brad Weber, brand new on the show, but hopefully not the last time, because <laughs> I want to find out more about what you've got to talk about, definitely. Terrific. Thanks for having me. All right, great. Well, listen, I'm going to start off, John. There was What were you here to talk about with Zoll's got a lot of exciting things going on at this event, and what, tell us a little bit about what you all have planned. We do. This is very exciting. We've got a full booth this year with all of our products, everything from data products uh, to our defibrillation to our automated CPR with load compression or uh, load distributing band compressions. We've got. Uh, Chronicles of EMS in our booth this year. Great to have them as well. Uh, defibrillation products. We've got the whole gamut, including therapeutic hypothermia this year with the Thermoguard. So it's very exciting for us this year, particularly with the guideline changes. There's, a, you know, there was a lot of expectation about the guideline changes, and a lot of I know a lot of manufacturers were wondering was it going to be as devastating as the last round where just things changed a lot. Right. Um, but not so much. I mean, good changes. I think positive changes, but nothing earth-shattering from your st- standpoint. No, I think not for the ALS provider per se, but for the BLS, it you know it's really a shift of paradigm. You and I grew up on the ABCs, and now we're at CAB, so it's a whole shift. But it's. You're right. There have been uh, very, I would say, minor changes in compared to what it has been in the past. 
So what's the what's the most exciting thing you're looking forward to at the conference here? You know, from of the things you named that you guys are talking about here at the conference at, Zol, at the Zoll booth, uh, what what's really the thing you're most excited about? So I think there's two things that I'm personally excited about. I'll speak to one, and then Brad could speak to the other. Um, for us, we are showcasing a uh, new a new capability on the Zoll E-Series called CPR Dashboard, and there are several components within that to allow real-time CPR feedback and rate, rhythm, and uh, reducing interruptions of compression. So for me, that's very exciting. The second one is a new app uh, that I'll let Brad speak to, but I think this is very exciting for Zoll. And when we say app, you know, when they say there's an app for that, <laughs> we've that's got what we're app. kind of this talking cool. about. Yeah. And, and so, you know, Brad, fill us in. You've got a brand-new iPad app? That's right. So we're here to introduce the ePCR for iPad solution from Zoll that extends the Zoll product line, the PCR product line, to Apple's iPad platform. All right. So fill me in. I mean, is it is it integrating? Does it connect to your monitors? I mean, what 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 exactly is the plus to uh, have uh, the ePCR extend to a, a, a tablet format? Well, some of the benefits are the the fact that it's a much lighter device than I think folks in the industry yeah. are used to. It is a much less expensive device as well, uh, and, and a pleasure to use, if I might add. <laughs> he showed me. It's cool because you can, uh, you can go in and pick the page of your PCR that you want to write on and actually select it. And so you don't have to hit the next button or whatever. And it, it's cool. It, it's amazing. And then it, it'll do the printout and everything. Oh, it, it's really cool. I'm, I'm very impressed. Yeah. I, I think that it's such a big deal to be moving towards this paperless system. Uh, to get away from you know printing a copy for you, a copy for the hospital, a copy for your medical director. I mean, it mm-hmm. seems to be some places are making three copies of their in- incident reports. And, and having to fax them somewhere else. So there's another paper copy. And it just, it just becomes so redundant. And everything ends up in electronic file storage anyway. Right. And if you That's look right. at all of the products that are in that Zoll booth, from our defibrillators to our CPR devices, all of it talks together. Mm. So you can integrate all of this information into an electronic patient care record on our, our RescueNet PCR program. So all of this data that we're generating in the back of the ambulance and on the patient's bedside, we can capture and consolidate and communicate. It's fantastic. So you got you got waveforms, you got your ECGs, everything. twelve leads, everything's right there. Everything from dispatch. Uh, pre-arrival information can all be integrated and populated into the PCR program, the RescueNet uh, PCR program. Everything all the way to billing. So all of this information included in the medical records can be communicated and archived. Well, and they said that it's, uh, very soon the, the uh, iPad app will actually integrate into the RescueNet. Is that correct? So you'll be able to in, or sync it to the RescueNet software? Correct. Okay. That, that is not true today, but that is in the plans. But it's close. It's closer. Right. I mean, if you guys are rolling it out, I, I, I'm again, I'm completely amazed. It's just like using a normal patient care report. It's it almost cool. makes it fun. It do- well, yeah. okay. <laughs> Come on, if you, can, if you have to do patient care reporting, right? All right exactly. <laughs> All right, so my, my question is, because you know, one of the things I used to love coming to these conferences and do was play with the toys. Yeah. So can they come by this old booth and, you know, play with the reporting tool and you know, touch the tablets and get their hands on it? Yeah, so we've, got, right, folks. we've got four or five iPads at this old booth that are available for 
for experimentation. Can I get it for 99 cents on iTunes, though? <laughs> oh, okay, I'm just teasing. I'm teasing. <laughs> no, really. We'd, we'd be happy to have everybody come by the Zoll booth and play with all of the products, as a matter of fact. And we're doing something kind of fun. There are several stations set up. For each station, you'll get a piece of a heart, a model heart, and you can assemble it after you've uh, gone through all the stations. So it's kind of fun. That's well, cool. that's neat. Yeah. It's very cool. So not only do you get to play with the iPad, but you get to assemble, the, you know, get the little special model heart. Yeah, yeah we'll send you home with a heart. Really cool. Yeah. Well, I, you know, it's like a, we talk all the time about the amazing support you've given to us podcasters, the, the, the social media medics and EMTs out there, and uh, support of the podcast studio. And I just want to, again, thank you very much for continuing that support. And I'm excited about all the advances every time I, I – mean, we see you every six months. And how do you keep doing this? It, yeah. You know, it's, it's like, kind of like Steve Jobs. We're here. very you come busy. Come up with something new. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, this has been a pleasure for us. We've really enjoyed this partnership with you and our extended community and family in the social media world. So thank you for, for letting us do this. All right. Yeah. Very cool. Well, yeah. thank you guys for coming yeah, on. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Thanks yeah, so and uh, and where can they find out more information on the Zoll website if they're watching at home? They want to go see about the iPad app. Can they can they go the, to the Zoll uh, data page or where do they go there? Should be able to soon. The announcement okay. was just made yesterday. Right, exactly. <laughs> I got it in my this email. Is, I'm like, no this way. is hot off the press. That's very cool. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you get to hear it here nearly first, right here on yeah. Metacast and EMS Garage. Yeah. So I, Zoll, uh, at, at Zoll and EMS Fire, <laughs> we want to go. I can't to, read. No, I, 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 I Carissa read, and I, I normally Carissa. have a really good I read rapport, Carissa, and today we're just so off. I don't get it. No, it's all right. I'm here. At Zoll, I gotcha. at EMS, Zoll and EMS Fire, Fire on Twitter. On Twitter. Yeah, and you also and have the Zoll EMS Fire page on Facebook. And uh, they always, there are always a lot of great questions. Mm-hmm. I know Charlotte just comes up with the greatest things to start discussions there. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. really just a great discussion about medical care in general. I mean, it's really, you know, it's just a great place to find some good information. Yeah, it's a great forum. And for you, uh, new listeners out there, it's a great place. Log in, start a dialogue. Let's have some healthy conversation and, and really get the information out there. Because that's what I think is cool, too, is your, yeah. your Facebook page isn't just, okay, here's a new announcement. It's yeah. all it's really about patients. We created cool. this for the audience. This is that's for great. a community to communicate and talk about important topics and resuscitation. So this is fantastic. Huge. Yeah. All right, great. Well, thanks, thanks again for coming on the show. And I, I would just tell everybody to go ahead and head over to the Zoll booth if you're here. If not, uh, stay tuned here to see more and hear more about what's going on here at the event. And, uh, of course, you can go to Zoll's site, go to Z- at Zoll EMS Fire on Twitter and uh, the Zoll EMS Fire page on Facebook. You're going to find a whole host of information and links, too, when they have that stuff set up on their page. You can actually check out the amazing stuff. I, you know, everybody knows I'm an Apple geek anyway. You know, I got the iPad, the iPhone. The, you know, if, I, if if they had them and I, well, I was still having kids, I'd have an iBaby. But <laughs> um, so, oh my God. you know, I have to say that you know this just is an amazing application to bring that whole environment into the EMS sector. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you Great. guys. Thanks guys. Yeah. Well. So who's we're bringing up? Um, she just showed me a thing. I'm looking. Andy, Andy Kelly and is Kelly. coming up. Andy, Andy, and, and, Andy Kelly. and Kelly. I'm like, oh, that's not cool. Andy Kelly on See, my list. She's using the technology. <laughs> we need to get. We need to get the executive producer. And oh no way! It's like an so, etch sketch. I love that. Is that an app? It's a. Free it's got to be an app. It's, it's a free, free app. app. Yeah. Oh man! Yeah. All right. So can I get an iPad? Thanks, guys. I want an iPad. I didn't know you had one. I, I don't actually have one. You know, I, I became the coolest. 
husband ever when I got my wife one for Mother's Day when they first came out, and I got my mother one for Mother's oh. Day. So, like, I, I became the coolest son and husband. And, you know, that only lasts for a certain period of time. Right. You know, about a year. Then you're, then you're in the doghouse again. Right. About but, a year. But, hey, you know, I'll take it. Hey, you can get them a new iPad 2 now. You know what? I don't even... We've been here, and there's been so many amazing things going on. We missed the announcement. I know you and I would have been glued yep. to the announcement. So oh, yeah. we'll have to check on that when we get done here. But we've got our guests up. I won't, well, and I won't be able to. I'm not going to watch it till next week. I Although know. I heard Steve Jobs uh, went on I heard stage. he made an That's appearance. Good. So I'm going to have to check that out. I'm excited. Hey, we've got uh, Kelly Grayson himself. Oh, my goodness. It's The Hobbit. It's the Sorry. man. Oh, I, I'm the Hobbit. Well, the Hobbit. I get all confused. Remember, I'm all confused. Remember, Hobbits are a I'm token a minority. <laughs> Isn't that his joke? No, that's actually mine. I'll take it. He has an original joke. I have an original joke, folks. Um, but Kelly Grayson, welcome. Uh, Thanks for having me here, Jamie. So, uh, you know, we know you, you can find you in so many places. Of course, you've got the uh, Diary of an EMS Newbie mm-hmm. podcast and uh, other, I can't, can't remember where else we can find you, but ambulancedriverfiles.com. Ambulance it's too many words and names and ambulance people out there. This is true. But hey, it's, it's always a pleasure to have you back on the show. Thank you. You, Thank and, you, you and your horde of flying monkeys that you. My legion of flying monkeys on my quest for world domination. Yep. Yeah. Excellent. Yep. Excellent. Else makes me sad. That the uh, the FAA wasn't included in that list of people that want EMS. Why? I mean, they they fly patients. Why couldn't they be a part? <laughs> Sorry, are you just just, be, uh, just goading people I, into? I think part of the problem now. is is that the, well, we visit a lot of public housing, so maybe we should. Regs. I know, I know, yeah. I know. I'm housing, just, and we should get HUD involved because we visit a lot of public housing. Yeah, exactly. No? Ooh, See, I mean, see, could, that's how ridiculous. I I know, I know. It could get more ridiculous. It could get even more ridiculous. Mr. Richard Huff. Hello, sir. Mr. Richard Huff Hello, has Chris. joined us in the house. I'm in the presence of two innovators. I can't tell you how exciting that Where? is. Where? There's an innovator? Greg was another here. one over there. Oh, he's around. You know, I, wanna, you know, I get to do it officially now on my show. Oh, I, yeah. I want to say from the MedicCast community, who I know all of you out there are listening, uh, we are so proud to be part of the ProMed Network anyway, but to also know that the ProMed Network put forward 20% of the recognized yes. innovators this year. Uh, Greg Fries from the EMS Educast, who's coming up in the show after this one, and Chris Montero from the EMS Garage. And, Thanks. you know, I'm honored to, to be part of a community where I can say I'm sitting here rubbing shoulders with, with folks like you and Greg. It, well, but it's because of you and Ann and Aaron Ryan. And you're sitting and there Gary going, well, boy, I'm glad we're sitting on these high stools, <laughs> know, right? With, with Chris, you're, yeah. he's rubbing shoulders, but you're rubbing elbows. So. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Was that a short joke? <laughs> far, no, not as far as you know. Okay, it, right. I'm sorry, it went over your head, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm muting you now. You have no, you no longer have the power to talk. <laughs> Rich, uh, you know, tell us where you know, who you are and share with the audience a little bit about why you're here at the event and. Well, I'm a journalist by trade. Um, I'm down here covering some of the stuff for GEMS. Uh, when I'm not doing that, I am the chief of the Atlantic Islands First Aid Squad in Atlantic Islands, New Jersey, which is a small volunteer organization uh, dealing with many of the issues that you folks are dealing with every day and the, the whole country is dealing with. So it's a, it's a good chance to get down here and see some of the stuff and cover some of the sessions and see folks like yourself. 
Tell me, so you've been here for what a couple of days? Got, yeah, started started working yesterday. Been yeah. covering some of these panels. You've seen a lot of things uh, starting to pop up a what, little bit. What's 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 the biggest thing you kind of the buzz right now? What's what's coming up on your radar as we start the exhibit hall portion of the conference, where a lot more people start rolling mm-hmm. in? What's the buzz from the pre-conference stuff? Well, I think a, a couple things, and you touched on some of those before. Is this unified voice we need as EMS? Uh, you know, just here on this table, we've got a bunch of different types of organizations, and everyone's speaking a different language. We all have different needs. And I think the biggest thing that's starting to bubble up already is not just who we respond to or report to within the government, but what is that voice and what are we putting out there? Mm. And, and there's so many different organizations out there and so many different agencies um, trying to pitch something for the future of EMS, and we're not quite sure what that is because we all have different agendas. My volunteer organization needs something different from Chris's agency. So um, we're, we're all trying to figure that out right now. And I think that's going to be a big theme here. The other theme, obviously, is the intubate or not intubate, which is already popping a little bit now and is going to continue to be a running theme. But I think those are kind of, you know, this one voice. Where are we going? And, um, you know, the 2.0 is stuff is part of that, obviously. But I think we need a larger voice, a larger campaign of, of what we are. I, I sorry. I, I, I didn't I know. I, did, I, I, I didn't either. Because I, I was, I agree. Well, and I think the other, well, you said that we, we have different needs, uh, volunteer versus paid, partially paid versus not, fire EMS, um, law enforcement EMS, whatever, helicopter EMS. The thing is, though, we all still take care of people. And at the end of the day, we still have one, the same mission, even though we all maybe coin it a little differently or whatever, we still have the same mission, and that's to take care of people and to protect the public and make sure that they get to the right place. And eventually, I think we should be a part of that conversation. How do we make sure that patients aren't going to the highest cost center there is, which is the emergency room? They need to be going. We need to be able to, we as providers need to be able to refer them to the appropriate health care, whether that's the emergency room, primary care, Specialist, whatever the case may be, clinic, the 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 you know the walk all the walk-in clinics that are opening up now in mm, places yep. like CVS and and Target stores and things like that, um, they they become valid options. But we need the power to be able to say to somebody, hey, we've assessed you, right. and and you really I think could go and go to a clinic or go to this local local other care provider or wait until the morning and call your primary care. Um, but you know, give them the option always to call back. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think it's, you know, there are some agencies that have moved so far away from nobody gets refusals. Right. Everybody goes. It, and it, 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 it hurts the whole system. And I know that it, I, I look at, we were talking about you know, paid versus volunteer. We're all healthcare professionals. I think it's important to point out and make the distinction. Just because you don't get a check mm-hmm. for taking a patient to the hospital doesn't mean you're not a professional. Oh, absolutely, but then, but then, but, but some people would argue, "Well, I, I, I got paid, and you didn't. I'm a professional, and you're not. Absolutely not. In fact, I would hazard a guess, and I know I'm a, vo- I'm a volunteer organization too. I know that it's that volunteer provider who's taken his own time to maintain the certification that I would argue is." 
could be said to be even more professional in the way they approach their role as a provider. Well, it doesn't mean there are not bad volunteers as well. I mean, the, the <laughs> well, thing is, we all have to try to play to the highest right. standard. I mean, I'm constantly telling folks, like, look, just because the paid guys do this and the volunteers do that, we should be all on the same level. I think what we do need, though, is, and as Chris pointed out, we're, we're people helpers. We, we take care of people. We need to get that message out on a much larger basis, mm. and that needs to be the message going forward. I mean, you touched on it early on in terms of, you know, being in the uh, transportation department. We're beyond that now. We've heard that a bunch of times now. We need to move beyond that message and get out there. And you know, We're helping people, whether we're paid or volunteer or career or not. Um, and, and I do agree. There's a lot of great volunteers out there because it, it's kind of like you know, sending a kid to college much later in life. They care more when they're paying for it. Um, so it's, it, there is that aspect in volunteers as well. I think I'm going to have a seizure. I know. We're, we're in the seizure zone. Just the wrong and they turn the strobes on over there, and, and it's like, it's okay. Keep doing it. We're okay. I mean, look, if we were going to get seizures from, from flashing lights, yeah, would it would have happened a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, but who's going to help us here, though? Is anybody oh. on duty to actually uh, render some care? It still reminds me of that Steve Barry cartoon of the guy that collapses at the, the conference. conference and, and everybody's, everybody's over. over with. They got, they got NPAs, OPAs, I was, ET tubes. I was there. Guy, <laughs> you passed out at a conference. No, I had chest pain at a conference. Oh, I had no. to, oh man, Steve starting my IV and all. <laughs> yes, yes. Anybody else have that nightmare? You wake up in a cold sweat. That I you're told at, them that you're was at a event and everybody's going to tube you. <laughs> Kelly, how long did it take to get an ambulance here? Uh, it was quick. It was quick. I, I had a receiving line of people like, as I was going out the nice. door. Um, You're like, I, you didn't know, know you could put a, well, I didn't know. know you could put a tube there. <laughs> <laughs> it was all hands in the cook. Everybody wants a piece of that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's a T-shirt club out there. I stuck Kelly Grayson. <laughs> <laughs> Is that on the back or the front? Uh, Both. <laughs> I got them coming and going. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> killing me, killing me. Yeah, no gluteal sticks. No, 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 anyway, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's back on track here. But uh, so I, I'm guessing from your approach there, Rich, that you're you're thinking we need to be in the healthcare. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely agree. I mean, look, we all think of ourselves as being in medicine, even though I'm, you know, I'm not sticking anybody needle-wise. Um, so, you know, we all think of ourselves in medicine, so we need to be in that area. And, and I think we will get more respect that way. Again, it just comes back to speaking with one voice and getting all of these groups together, all of these various advocacy agencies, the media, everyone going in one direction. And that's the biggest challenge we face. Our biggest problem as providers is us. Yeah. We mm. tend to blame everybody else and stop and never look in the mirror and say, yeah. you're the problem. Um, so we need to start, you know, addressing it right there and getting all on the same track. I agree. Yeah. Well, and, and if we can do that, if we can start being recognized in, as part of the medical profession, then we can start, you know, we're, we'll stop losing our best professionals to the hospitals. Absolutely. You know, our best people are leaving, mm. you know, hey, why did Jamie go get his RN? Jamie went, I went and got my RN because, you know, 2 a.m. Because he's a dirty the, trader. That's money. Yeah, that, you know, <laughs> hey, no, that's it's money. money, but it's 2 a.m. I could, you know, 2 a.m. in a ditch in the middle of February, upside down, getting a patient out of a car is... You know, fun. was fun That's when I fun. was was fun when but I was there, thirty. It's not so fun now in mid forties. There comes you know? a time where it, it yeah it's it gets it's old. Less Move fun. It's less fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I well no, and I agree with you. And I think that we but but I think why can't we as a profession then find the next step for us? And that's part of community paramedic and everything else that we're trying to do. But 
the the idea that because I'm an old medic, I don't want to get up at 2 a.m. either. And the the idea that we have a way to transition people into new and innovative ways to do healthcare and to be a part of healthcare. So I, I don't know. I'm just I know I'm ranting, but, but you need uh, funding for that. You need all the stuff that's going to come from being right. part of the medical community and not the car community. Exactly. Right. And that's the problem that that's we face. Point. I mean, we're still years away from that. And what you're doing in that community stuff is is great. And right. and you know people are doing that all over the place. Um, or starting yeah, to, exactly. and it, you know, because we're seeing it from a ground level, and you know, Kelly was joking about. I mean, I'm in the hospital more than I'm in my own house, right? Uh, but there, you know, it's brief interactions. Uh, although, you know, we spend a lot of times in hospitals, so we should be part of that medical community. And you know, stuff like you're doing uh, on the ground, reaching out to folks, helping them stop abusing the system. Right. or using the system in ways that's probably not appropriate um, are all great things. But, you know, where do you get the funding for that? And you, that then comes from the Washington connection and all the other stuff, the grants and so on. Right. Well, and I think the other piece of it, too, is we have our executive producer, who is also a nurse. Executive producer, I said it on the air. Um, she is also a nurse, but she actually didn't even know what she couldn't. She could barely spell EMS three years ago, and now she gets it. She understands what we do, and she's like, you guys, you guys have a problem. You're, you guys are crazy. Why aren't you guys doing more like nursing and trying to unify your voice and blah blah blah? I mean, everything she says, we but, we're trying to do and trying to solve. Because our young but, are so tasty. Yeah, well, we do that's eat our true. young. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, they're yeah. so yeah. tasty. Right. They are young. Great with ketchup. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, well, and, and in all fairness, <laughs> I, I mean, ranch. in all fairness, there aren't a lot of EMS providers out there that can spell nurse. I, I mean, we right. we I didn't understand what that meant until I went to school. Right. And I realized it was a completely different, it's a paradigm shift. Mm-hmm. I think that's a direction we need to think about at least shifting or some of our viewpoint in, in that total patient care direction. Because I think as we become part of the healthcare system, as hopefully that happens, we will be able to better able, be better able to assess our patients and make those types of critical thought decisions that are going to help us get the patient to the right place, which exactly. is not often the emergency room. Hmm. Yeah, uh, so often in EMS, and this is this is uh, I think endemic to to uh, to the profession in general. We tend to regard ourselves as like a patch and a skill set. Yep, not possessors of a unique body of knowledge. Right. Um, the the whole intubate or not intubate issue. It's a hot button because oh my god, take away intubation, I'm not a paramedic anymore. Right. Um, or, or you get the the paramedics who say, well, you know, why why can't we do what nurses do? Um, we can do more than they can. No, not really. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, we can and do different. We can do different and that's things. Right. Than they can do, a, but we have a unique body of apples knowledge. and oranges doesn't work. Yes, no. right. But see, we immediately look for what we're going to lose. I was in one of those <laughs> sessions, and when somebody got up and said that, and I'm thinking, and I'm an EMT by the way, and I'm thinking, well, wait, those guys can still give needles, and I can't. So what are you losing? Right. It, you know, and he's not. Ta- they're not taking it away. <laughs> they're just asking you to maybe use a different tool. And it's not, a, and I, I will say this: it's not a tool that gets used that frequently. Absolutely. So what we're, it's like, I don't know, it, it's like living in the middle of the desert and complaining that it, you know, and sitting there and complaining that the rain, it might rain one less day. Right. You know, it, it doesn't make any sense. To to it, I think it's one of those things that's going to have to be made on a local decisions about that are going to have to be made on local protocol levels. It will make sense. For certain systems to have more advanced airway practices than others. That's Absolutely. already the case. Yep. When you go from place to place, different sets of protocols apply based on transport time, mm-hmm. based on availability of other resources. That's what makes sense. 
Oh, right. absolutely. We'll, absolutely. We'll eventually get beyond that when we become, as you suggested, take a more holistic view of patient care, total mm. patient care, rather than episodic fide- patient care. Or the ultimate high-fidelity skills mannequin. That's right. what our patients are to, to too many EMS providers. Well, and, it, and it's all about the merit badges now and those type of things where, look at all of the badges I have. Yeah. Badges? Okay. I'm going to do it. We don't need no, no stinking badges. badges. Right. All right, okay. there you go. Just for you. Yeah, I always like to joke when you go to one of these sessions, too, on all the titles. Everybody's got a slide just for the titles, which goes with the patches. Yeah. When I do a class, I just keep adding extra ones in just, just for that reason. <laughs> And that's why I just pick up. That's why I'm just the pod medic. (laughs) You know, no, you need more. You have to have like a a business card that you flip over with your extra search. I can put the extra letters after my name, but you know, quite honestly, I'm the pod medic. So speaking of being just pod medic, yep. Go ahead, um, Rich. Tell us where can we find more about you online? Do you have a way we can catch up with you? Uh, I'm on Facebook uh, under my name, Richard M. Huff. I Twitter. I tweet Rich M. Huff at Twitter. Um, and that's H-U-F-F. Correct. And uh, you can read me in GEMS, and GEMS.com down here uh, during the convention. Excellent. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Absolutely. Thanks as, for having me. As Greg Fries would say, very cool. Very cool. <laughs> cool. cool. <laughs> Another really innovator. Cool. Another we're all, innovator. We're all doing our We Greg really Fries need to have Greg Fries impersonation night tonight when we go Ooh, out. Ooh, that sounds like fun. Hello, I'm good. Patrick the Starfish. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. Speaking of pet, go ahead, Kelly, tell us where we can find you. Um, you can find me on Twitter, at uh, Ambo Driver on Twitter. Uh, I'm on Facebook, uh, A Day in the Life of the ambulance uh, of an Ambulance Driver, the blog of the same name ambulancedriverfiles.com the most hated blog name in the uh in ems uh and the podcast is uh confessions of an ems newbie um emsnewbie.com that um ron davis and i do together funny show is ron going to be here ron's not going to be here we're going to try to have him at at future conference we're going to get him to the next one yes we got to drag him to the next that's what we said in dallas and he just lived right down the street literally i know i think he's avoiding us i know well he chris Oh, you, you know where to find me. EMSgarage.com, whatever. Geeky Medic on all the websites. Superinnovativeguy.com. Uh, yeah, 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 we yeah. should get that title for I know. Yeah. Well, Greg and I are going to get the um, get the award and sm- make it smaller and make it a medallion. You getting the EMS 10 body neck. piercings? <gasps> where can Ooh, you, uh, nice. Where can you EMS mojo, baby? <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> baby. <laughs> and, Jamie, where can people find you? Uh, I'm Jamie Davis, the pod medic. You can find me over at mediccast.com. And, of course, all our shows are over at the ProMed Network. And we, again, want to thank Gems uh, here at EMS Today 2011 in the Zoll Podcast Studio. And this episode was sponsored by Zoll. And we got to hear about their iPad app. Uh, just amazing things going on. If you're mm-hmm. at the conference or coming to the conference, get by the Zoll booth and check out their iPad app and some of the other amazing things they've got there. And they said if you do all the stations, you get like this heart you get to put together as you go through the station. So it's, I'm looking forward to getting over there myself. Uh, but we want to thank them for their support, their continued support, and, of course, everything that they do. And I'm um, just excited to be here at the conference to uh, cover this amazing event. And, and don't forget to go out to the Gems Party tonight over at Uno starting at 8.30. Um, I hear there are free drinks. That's all I hear. That's what I heard. For the That's first 300 people that get in. I, but I thought you were sponsoring the next 300 yourself out of your pocket. Yeah, that's coming out of um, the, the your, your rev share. I don't know if you talked oh, about Oh, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Great. Thanks a lot. Hey, great. Thanks. See you guys soon. All right.